Hey listeners, my name is Elisha, the founder of the Witnesses Podcast. It's so beautiful to have you listening to our podcast. And I want you to know something that that means a whole lot to me. Thank you for tuning in. And one thing I love to tell all of our listeners is, it's not just about you listening, but listening to understand. Understanding is the most important thing. So important. So, you have to listen, learn, and practice. Thank you so very much and happy listening. City, your state, your community, I tell you that's just the only way. You've got to know it isn't going to collapse because God is able to sustain my marriage. Had it been he or she can see, he or she will be able to tell that this person is innocent. We are the enemies. You get it now? That's why you see Jesus said, love your enemies. Do good to them that hurt you. Because Jesus understands. Glory be to God in the highest of Father of mercies. Good, beautiful evening to you all. God bless you abundantly and it is well with you in Jesus' mad name. Thank you so very much guys for always giving our time to listening to our podcast. You know, like I say all the time and it has even become a nightmare. <laughs> Thank you so very much for always listening. You know, that means a whole lot getting to find that that beautiful people are listening to what I do. Nah. It's so so beautiful to know that. Okay, so, you know, it's Friday, another beautiful episode. Everything is beautiful. <laughs> okay, so this is going to be the conclusion of the message we started this past Friday. And I want you to pay so much attention to this podcast episode because it is very important, one. And secondly, is that it's going to serve as a shock. Yeah, it's shock. Because you're going to be learning some mind-blowing things. You know, the society has taught us wrong things for a long time now and we believe them yeah we believe them so getting to realize the truth now we might be shocked you understand it you know the society also taught me a lot of nonsense things all right and by the help of the holy spirit after christ found me i get to unlearn those things and i and i begin to learn the real things the real things you know there is a way things are meant to be done did you get that i ain't talking about um the patterns laid down by some government now nah, i'm talking about the patterns laid down by the creator the one who created even the government all right so the title for our podcast this beautiful evening is wedding does not lead to you a godly marriage <laughs> shock here I told you it's going to shock you. Okay, so let me begin with a story, all right? You know, I think it was about five years ago or six years ago, I was invited to a wedding, a wedding ceremony. And um, it was anchored in the church, the tabernacle, that building people call church, you know. The real church behind the building, the real church is the people. So let's just say church, because <laughs> that's why it's so easy for people to understand. All right, so... Then, you know, this was a very enormous and elaborated ceremony. Those guys spent a whole lot of money. 
Now the escorts, the convoy that brought in the groom and the wife and the bride. Oh man, it was so so incredible. Great, I tell you. So the pastor did what he's got to do, and everyone was fed with food and even given souvenirs. I'm talking about expensive stuffs. So after that, you know, it wasn't even up to six months. At first, I thought it was a rumor, because I'd be like, what God has joined together, let no man put asunder. These guys were joined together in a church, so I, I, I don't believe that. I don't believe that. Until I found out that these guys are no longer together. <laughs> I was so shocked. I said, what? Really? I thought they were joined together in the church, then how come that these guys broke up? What happened? Okay, that's one. Another wedding, though I wasn't invited to this one, but someone who went there told me about it. Alright, so he was invited to a wedding. It wasn't anchored in a church, it was anchored in a hall. And before it was anchored in a hall, they first went to do it at the court, you get it? So then the person told me it was such an expensive wedding because all of the stuffs they were given, everything, the the invited um, musical artist, even the guests that came into that place, uh, nah, nah, nah. He said to me, Elisha, nah, it was such an expensive wedding. Then they did what they did. The pastors, they, those guys said their vows and, you know, it ended. Everyone went home. Brad and Gun went to their apartment. You get it? Then after five years, these guys broke up. He said, Elijah, I am so shocked because you've got to see the love written on these guys' faces on their wedding day. Then what happened? These stories. Okay, one more. <laughs> okay, there were these ones also. Um, traditional wedding. You know, they did it in a traditional way. And with all of the stuffs, they asked them to eat. The stuffs they asked them to pour on the ground. You know, the traditional stuff they asked them to do with everything. These guys still broke up after they had their first child together. Now, all of these stories coupled together made me into doing my research. Then I discovered that wedding does not lead to a godly marriage. I tell you, I discovered that and I want you to listen to me. You might, you might find it difficult to believe it. Yeah, I get it. Because for years, the society has been feeding you with wrong knowledge, with the wrong thing. I get it. But I want you to open your heart and listen so well. Wedding does not lead to a godly marriage. You have to understand that. Okay. The very first thing you've got to need to know is that God is an officiant. You get it? He joins two people together, a male and a female. Now, that leads us to that part, the Bible, where Jesus said these beautiful and deep words. Okay, John Bible to me to Matthew chapter 19, 19 verse 4. I read, it says, Haven't you read, he replied, that at the beginning the Creator made them male and female. What a beautiful words. So now, God is an officiant, 
and he had already have everything in place. I want you to understand something right now. Your life is not a mistake. Your birth is not a mistake. Where you are right now, as God child, is not a mistake. I want you to get it and understand something. God has predestined you. Everything that you're doing now is predestined by God. I want you to understand that. Whew. I want you to get it. I really want you to. Everything you are doing right now is predestined by God. You know, God is not the author of confusion. And he doesn't want to confuse nobody. When he created the male, he gave the male a purpose. And God saw it. That every other thing he created, he said, good. They are good. When he created the male and has given him purpose, God noticed something bad in the male. And what was that? The male was lonely. And God said, it is not good. I want you to understand me. Every other thing he created, he said, these things are good. But when it comes to the man, he said, it is not good. You know, there's a bad thing there. Why? Because man was lonely. Then what did God do? God created then another version of the man in a feminine version. Or let me put it like this. God created a feminine version of the man and calls her woman. You get it? He created a feminine version of the man and she's called a woman. Ever since then, God had plans for everybody. You know the Bible? Let me, let me shock you. The Bible told us that before we were created, God had loved us. What does that mean? It simply means in the spiritual realm, when we were with our father in the spiritual realm, we have a relationship with him and he loved us. As a matter of fact, now that you're a Christian and those who still become Christians, God had seen it before now that um, you're going to love him. All right? And he chose you to become a Christian. Now that you're God's child, it didn't happen by, by accident. It, it happened by destiny, God has predestined this stuff. Okay, so it won't look like I'm trying to preach my ideology. Let's go into God's word. Follow me closely. Romans chapter 8, verse 29. It says, For God knew his people in advance. Oh my goodness. Woo! Oh man. Okay, let's continue. And he chose them to become like his son, so that his son will be the firstborn among many brothers and sisters. You saw that? Let us look at another version, okay, for clearer understanding. Alright, it says, this is the NIV version. It says, for God, for new, those, okay, sorry, for those God for new, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brothers and sisters. So, this, this is trying to tell us that Jesus is our big bro. <laughs> okay. And verse 39. And those he predestined, he also called. Those he called, he also justified. 
Those he justified, he also glorified. Beautiful verse. Don't you ever believe it that you are, the real you is your body. Ah, if that's what you believe, then you've believed the wrong thing. The real you is the spirit and this body is just a means and a home for your spirit to carry out the assignment God has given your spirit. Your spirit is the real you. The Bible verse is trying to tell us that when we were in the spiritual realm, we've got a relationship with God. God loved us, alright? And those of us who have received a new life from Christ Jesus and those of us who wish to receive a new life from Christ Jesus, the Bible says God knew it before now, alright? He saw it, that we will have a spot for Him in our hearts. He saw it. Then He chose us to be redeemed. May I shock you? Not everyone on this planet are going to receive the new life from Christ Jesus. That's just the blunted truth. Now, since our journey has been predestined by God, we need to understand that the stuffs we're doing now, we aren't just doing them. God planned them before now because He foreknew it all. He knew it beforehand. Now, Male and female matter is that God created a male for a particular purpose and God saw it that the male, there is something wrong with him. The male is not good. And God sought after the problem and discovered the solution. The solution is that he needs someone to help him. Alright? Then God made him fall asleep and opened his side and removed one of his ribs and used that to create, you all know the story, used that to create him and help me. So God created the feminine version of the man because the man needed a helper and the only one who can help you is yourself. Ooh, I want you to... Okay, I'm going to say that again. The only person on earth who can help you is yourself. Let me tell you something. You know, I said this stuff is going to be shocking. If God decides to help you today, and you're not willing to receive his help, he cannot help you. Not without talk of another man helping you. God understands this truth. That's why he did not um, create something out of the rib of an animal in Adina. He created another version of Adam. Because in order to help someone, that person needs to be helped. That person is the only one who can help himself. That's why God created a feminine version of Adam. Now, wedding does not lead to a godly marriage. Look at it from this standpoint. God has all of his things arranged. First Corinthians chapter 14 verse 40 says, Let all things be done decently and in order. God has all of his things arranged. Male and female, God has entangled them. He has married them before they were even born. When you go to a wedding and the ceremony and you think um, the placing of the rings and all of that are the stuffs that you need to be joined together, that's, that's the wrong thing to believe. The importance of that wedding ceremony is just two things. The very first one is to publicize it, publicity, make it announced that um, these two guys, um, a male and a female, are now together. And the second one is the words being spoken. We call them vows. Those vows are going to stand as more like um, a contract or more like um, words to make me trust you. That on this journey, you really mean it and you know what you're doing. 
You get it? The man, the pastor is not the um, officiant. Nah. God is the officiant. And you know something? When you're trying to merge or wed two people, whom God doesn't um, wed together, when you're trying to do that, you are causing and creating a havoc. And this stuff is so common in this world. You're trying to um, join another man's rib with another man's, you get it, together, you're going to create a havoc. I want you to understand something. Those whom God has joined together, nothing on earth can separate them. The only person that can separate them is themselves. <laughs> Just the same truth that Satan cannot stop you from getting blessed. The only one that can stop you from getting blessed is you. How? If you believe that Satan can stop you from getting blessed, then you've just destroyed yourself. If you don't believe that Satan can stop you from getting blessed, yes, you've built that door of fence and Satan will, wouldn't have a point of penetration to get into your life. That's how it is. The only one who can destroy or split those ones whom God has joined together is those ones whom God has joined together. Those ones whom God have joined together are going to pass through hell and high water. They are going to face a whole lot of challenges and tribulations together. But the beautiful part of it is, they will never want to consider a divorce. Rather, they'll look for a solution together. Why? Because God was the officiant. And he has, God had officiated them even before they were born. Predestined. Predestined means to choose or appoint something in advance. To foreknow, to foreknow. God had foreknown them. He had, pl he had plans in their place already. Even before they were born. Look at Adam and Eve. Eve destroyed um, Adam's relationship with God. And the Bible never said it that Adam said, Hey woman, get out of my life. If, it's, if it is for me to go sit down at the front where the, um, God has placed that angel to be begging God day by day, I'm going to do it. Get out of my life. You just ruined my relationship. Adam never said that. Adam never thought of chasing her away or um, you get it or killing her or doing something bad to her. Why? Because divorce will never come to mind to those whom God has joined together. Satan might want to influence divorce but it will never stand. It won't stand. You know, by sending some people to go talk to them. Hey, why not get the papers and just get out of this relationship? You get it? I tell you. Wedding does not lead to a godly marriage. It doesn't lead to a godly marriage. You have to understand that. God is an officiant. And of all the names that we call God, I hardly hear this particular name. He is an officiant. He joins people together. Jesus said that. In do you know the beautiful part? Once he joins them together, they are no longer two. They have become one. Isn't that beautiful? They have become one. Hallelujah, somebody. God wants everyone to have a relationship with him. Because when you have a relationship with him, you're going to be on that path of sticking to his plan. Or you're going to, you're going to be functioning in alignment with the plan he has created for you before you were born. 
most people get entangled with the wrong partner because they do not have a relationship with God. And those ones who do have a relationship with God and yet falls into the hand of wrong partners, that are called because their relationship with God is formed from a religious standpoint. You need to understand it. God wants you to have a relationship with Him so that everything He has planned for you will work out. I tell you, He has already joined us all to our partners even before we were born. You need to understand this stuff. That's why you see that people that got married in the church still end up breaking up. Because though <laughs> these guys are not for each other. You know, in the previous episode, I talked about why people get married. They get married for the wrong reasons. I tell you. We have to correct this and change it. Yeah, the most important thing is the marriage that has occurred spiritually between the both of you. And that's why when you find each other, oh man, you're definitely going to know. You are definitely going to know. I tell you, you are definitely going to know. No one told Eve, hey Eve, um, sorry, no one told Adam, hey Adam, that's your wife. God never told him, hey Adam, that's your wife. He knew and he said it. That's how God has built and it's a systematic stuff. God has programmed it all that way. Just the same way he programmed the sun, the moon, the stars, he has programmed all of these stuffs. We just need to be in alliance with them. So do not get married for the wrong reason. And do not think it is your wedding that joins you guys together. Nah, I've told you the importance of the wedding. The officiant is not your pastor or whoever officiate the wedding the officiant is God and if you do not have a relationship with God that's so bad so the point is your life has been predestined God you know I love to say this I love to say this so much your life and my life is just like a previously watched movie to God in other words God had seen all of these things before now as a matter of fact, the purpose God has given you, you have fulfilled it in the spiritual realm perfectly, successfully. That's why you were born. Why? Because God wants you to come and repeat what you've done in the spiritual realm, in this physical realm. Whew, that's some deep stuff, I tell you. <laughs> okay, so you've got to understand it. Your life has been predestined. Your marriage, your education, your friendship, whatever, everything has been predestined. We read it out of God's word. We read it out of God's word. Oh man, you know, I'm still going to be talking more on these stuffs with time. You're just hearing something like this for the very first time. I want you to listen to this podcast over and over again until you understand it. You know, like I always say, nothing is yours until you you understand it. Thank you so very much for listening to this podcast. God bless you abundantly. And it is where we see you in Jesus' mighty name. Don't forget, in Nemo live, move, and have a been. Shalom. Thank you for tuning in to this incredible episode. Your support means the world to us, and we truly value you. We look forward to having you join us for the next episode. If you enjoyed what you heard, please consider rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. Your feedback is greatly appreciated.